Emergency podcast, emergency podcast, emergency podcast, emergency podcast, emergency podcast, emergency podcast. Getting a bit of deja vu. Yeah, same. Be good if you press record the first time. <laughs> so we just <laughs> spoke through an entire episode, literally an entire episode, and I was like, oh, let's uh, probably get in time to wrap this up, look over at the, um, look over to see how long we've been going, and I, uh, well, I didn't press record. I didn't press record. A whole podcast there, and it was really good as well. So it was really good. It was really, really good. Really great content. So now they're going to have to listen to a well, rehashed. Trying to recobble the conversation <laughs> that we just had. Hey, at least we're honest. At least, at we're, least honest. we're honest. Um, yes. So, sorry, Cal. Sorry, right, mate. Don't so, worry. so we were saying, mad shit is going on in the world of politics today. Yes. The Go chancellor on. is dead in politics. And Jeremy Hunt is the new Chancellor. You might remember him from Theresa May's government or David Cameron's government, where he did particularly unimpressive things mm. twice. And now he's back, but he's this back time again. he's back as Chancellor. Yes, yes. Yes. Quasi's out. Quasi's out he's on gone. his quas. So, go on then, Cole. For me and for the listeners, explain to us... Wagwan. Wagwan and the significance of Wagwan. The significance so Wagwan is that Truss has sacked uh, her Chancellor mm-hmm. because the mini budget that they announced two weeks ago maybe don't know fucking it's been that long yeah um, has gone entirely tits up her whole Prime Ministership has gone tits up mm. Um and she had to get rid of him. But he was actually in the US last night. He was in Washington, D.C. He wasn't supposed to come back for ages yet. And he was hauled back to Downing Street today, um, essentially to get the sack. Um, <laughs> to get Liz Truss sack. To get Liz Truss. Mm, yeah, good. To receive the sack. That Nice, yeah. Receiving sacks. Re- receiving sacks. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, this is supposed good. to be serious. Go anyway, on. yeah. Um, Good. Cheers, cheers, mate. That, nice one. Um, so essentially, yeah, they're they're U-turning on every bit of the mini budget. Yeah, they're she sacked him. She's bought in Hunt, who opposed most of the mini budget before he was made chancellor, and now says that it's absolutely necessary. There's a good piece of someone clearly wanting to just hold on to as much power as they possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it blows my mind that someone that was shit at health. Is now going to be shit at finances, and still can get a job. Do you do you think um, that? Do you think that they've been having conversations in the background for him to take this role? Do you literally think he's taking a phone call this morning? I think like, he, I think he took the phone call this really? morning because isn't that just a microcosm? Oh, of, nice! Yeah, big words. Wow! Today. Isn't that just a microcosm of what? what these last five years have been, which is basically just an absolute shit show. Yeah, yeah. This this today and yesterday and probably tomorrow, there's a Cortina's there, song there somewhere. What? <laughs> anyway, um, there's a song in that. There's a, there's a Cortina's in there somewhere. Um, this sums up the whole of the last possibly 12 years, but at least under yeah. David Cameron. Uh, yeah, I, I, say, I say five, talking from Brexit really, where it really <laughs> has gone tits up oh, yeah. ever since. But um, that is... It's well. It's just an absolute circus. Exactly. Absolute circus. I mean, what? How long did he last? Th- did he say thirty-eight days? Thirty-eight days. Uh, shorter than Jesus in the desert. 
shorter, shorter than, than B&Q returns policy. 90 days. Good amount of time, that. Um, and I'm not entirely sure if... Well, does he have a probation period as Chancellor? Has he got his discount? Does he have a first wage packet yet? Like, has it been a full month or a financial period? Know. Well, he'll be getting he'll be getting a massive amount of money yeah, for being sacked get anyway. A period, he'll get into yeah. the house. I don't, of Lords. I, I don't think he's going to be worrying about money. Him and the Dean Dorries in the Just, House of Lords living it up like <laughs> fucking mad men and women. Sorry, I was going to say, and they them's. But no, it was um, it, it, it was it was it was a real shock, really. Uh, I, I mean, obviously. The mini budget was horrendous. Yeah, and they've U-turned it. I, I don't even know if you can call it a U-turn anymore. It's more of a, f- a fucking donut. Donut, yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't think that because essentially her sacking him that soon into his role is basically her admitting, yeah, I appointed the wrong person. Yeah. So what what implications do you think it's going to have on the party as a as a whole or the government? I don't think that the the microscope should solely be on her because yeah, her sacking him says I fucked up here, mm-hmm. but the whole of the backbench Tory MPs sort of lobbying for him and her to go. Yeah, that says that they fucked up here. Yeah, and they actually want both of them gone. Mm. And what we've seen today is that the the markets crashed again yesterday. <laughs> Um, and I think she thought by sacking her chancellor, she would get them back on side. They would rebuff a bit, and they haven't. Mm-hmm. They've not moved. Mm-hmm. So what clearly needs to happen has n- has not happened yet. Sacking him is isn't the answer. Yeah, because well, that's the thing. It's 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 papering the cracks, isn't it? Yeah, you know, just appointing another chancellor or sacking the one before him. You know, that's not solving the issue. It's just another person that's going to come in and fuck it up. I'm going to take you on a, a visual journey. Journey? Journey. Listeners. Take me. I'm going to take you, right, so we're, we're at a dam. I'm sorry, you're talking to the listeners. I'm talking me? to you as well, you're a listener. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm listening. We're at a dam, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a, a little crack in that dam mm. and it's threatening to get bigger. Yeah. And essentially what they've done to this big, massive concrete dam is going to, piss water everywhere and a small village is going to be drowned and there's going to be kids oh, no. dead and oh no. it's going to be horrible oh it's going to be oh I'm terrible drinking. really yeah that but what they've done essentially is walk up to it and put a fucking little plaster on it yeah, yeah. that's what this is mm. they've oh it's that, just that, that mad that dam has got more than one crack uh, oh fucking hell yeah that dam's been cracks. held together by crisp packets and chewing gum <laughs> <laughs> but like now She's doing a statement as we record yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the, um, got the live updates. The Prime Minister is incredibly sorry to lose Quartain. As PM admits, this is difficult. Oh. It's your fault. Exactly. <laughs> it's saying as though, like... He is a great friend and he shares my vision to set this country on the path to growth. She's not going to be there for the growth. When's the growth going to happen? 2030? Exactly. It's not just going to be done. She, She's, I mean, people have been saying, what, she's got two weeks? Yeah. She's, well, she, she's being asked now by by journalists whether she, what, why she should stay on as, as PM. Yeah. Uh, which is a completely... Um, justified. Justified question. Why, why should she stay on? She should never have been... Well, she didn't PM get a mandate anyway. from the public. No. She got one from the party. Yeah. 
Exactly. And now that same party were lobbying for her to do a U-turn. She U-turned, mm. which mm. proved that she wasn't, you know, she wasn't sure in her leadership. She wasn't set on these things. Yeah. She will do anything she can to keep her greasy mitts on the power. Yeah, yeah. And now they've seen that weakness and they've exploited it to mean that she can get rid of the Chancellor. And I say they are the backbench Tory MPs. Yeah, yeah. Because she's she's weak. And this uh U turn that we're talking about of the of the mini budget, do you want to talk us through a bit? Because I don't have a full I, I get it and a bit, but I don't have a full understanding of, of the mini budget. Why was the mini budget so bad? Um, it was like the opposite of Robin Hood, to put it <laughs> in from uh, the poor terms. To, the rich. to put it in terms of what a man from the Shire would understand, mm, mm, mm. stealing the from the poor, the yeah, and giving to the very very rich, yeah, and scrapping the the cap on bankers' bonuses means that they can give themselves fat bonuses and big, big money on top of the big, big money that they mm. already earn. And, uh, well, essentially that means that this this phrase, trickle-down economics, yeah, which the Tories use all the time to say that we're going to invest well in these areas and it will eventually yeah, get yeah. down to you scum at the bottom. Which is a load of bollocks. Never works. Yeah. Has never worked. Mm-hmm. It now has less. It, it's now harder for the people at the bottom to get by on the pittance that they get already, yeah, and easier for the people at the top to build on the wealth that they've got. Yeah, they've not. So inflation has gone up, but benefits haven't. Yeah, which means that in real terms, you've got the same amount of money, but you have to pay more for everything. Mm. So actually, it's essentially a cut. And Tory backbenchers were lobbying for the U-turn on that. That she still hasn't. She's still resolute on that. Which I think if she doesn't U-turn on that today or tomorrow, that will be her downfall. It's just it's just an absolute mess. And something that we've talked about before, funnily enough, just a few minutes before yeah. when we recorded the entire episode, yeah. um, was that I was going to ask, you know, it's no secret that you're not a massive fan of the Tories. Yeah, yeah. Being a, you know, recently um, took the role as political editor at the uni. Yep. Um, do you find it difficult when you write in to be totally impartial, or do you think it's even necessary to be totally impartial? You know, what? I think in when this sort of thing's going on, obviously it's important for you not to come out and say that the Tories are wankers, mm. up Labour, up socialism. Yeah, yeah. You just can't do that. That's no. not. People will come to you to, to read something and no matter what their political persuasion, you want them to get the same out of it. Yeah. But what you, you don't have to do is say, this is this, this is this, the end. Mm. You can have your own input on it. Mm. People want to see your view. Yeah. So like today, I did um, a big piece about him being sacked, um, which didn't actually start about him being sacked. It was that he might get sacked. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. halfway through writing it, he got, he sacked, got sacked. So yeah. I had to change it. Yeah, yeah. But um, at the end of it, I put... Exactly. Teacher leader legend. (laughs) But I put at the bottom um, that currently this administration hangs above a shredder. Mm. And that... It's a very good metaphor. Thank you. Um, Metaphor? Yeah, analogy. Analogy, that's the one I was looking for. That's the one I was looking for. Um, 
but essentially that's it. I don't have to say that, you know, I I can't sit here and not say that this government is doing shit things hmm. because that's obvious for everyone. That's obvious for people on her own side. Of course, yeah. But that doesn't mean that I am biased mm, mm. or I'm showing my bias in my writing. That just means that I'm stating what's actually happening and what people reading would actually want to see, I hope. And obviously you see when people don't like what you write, you get... But that's the fun of it. That's the fun of it. Where would the fun? Where would the f- where, where would, would the fun be if you didn't have arg- if you didn't have <laughs> didn't have death threats on Facebook? Yeah, it wouldn't, no. be, it wouldn't be any fun. I love it. Um, what what next then? Because she is going to be hanging on by a thread, but not just her. You know, we've got two years. You know, supposedly until the next general election. I can't personally. I can't see them calling one before then purely because of how unpopular they are at the minute. Um, the only way that they can be taken out of government is through a vote of no confidence against them by the opposition. The opposition. We spoke about it before again, but you don't think it, it'll happen, or if it does happen, you don't think it'll be successful? No, I, I don't, because... Tories in their main part might not like Liz Trust. They might not like what the policies are. They might not like what she's doing. But they'd much prefer to not like her and still have her as leader and still be in power than give up leadership because they don't like her. Mm. So a vote of no confidence means that the Labour Party would probably call it across the whole of the House of Commons and it would mean that every person inside the House of Commons gets a vote. Do you have confidence in the Prime Minister? Yes, no. Mm, mm. And essentially what would happen is that all of Labour would vote now. SNP would probably vote now. Lib Dems vote now. DUP might vote yes. Mm. No, don't know. Um, and the Tories would look at that and think, right, we can stay on here. We can stay in our jobs for the next two years with a shit leader. We might not agree with it, but we'll still have jobs and they will be safe enough. Or we can put an X in the no box and throw ourselves into a general election that we'll have to fight. Why would they do that? Mm. So you might get some Tory rebels that would vote no, and that that number would probably be higher than people would think. But not enough to, to, not tip, enough the to tip the balance into, yeah. you know, they're not, they're not being confident it's in the quite, minister. It's quite a scary, scary thought that there's essentially no way out until <laughs> the next general election. You're trapped in. Literally, literally <laughs> well, it, yeah. it, it feels... Uh, not to bring it back to football, but, oh. you know, it's like, you look at the Glazers. What a mess. What a but, mess. But nothing's going to happen until they do something. They do something. Yeah. It's not like you can just kick them out. But I think one more, one more thing, mm. one more Prime Minister gone, and that's it. I mean, it, obviously, their image... Is completely is tarnished, but imagine one more. People uh, are imagine, already furious uh, yeah. because they didn't vote for this one. Mm. A small slither of the population voted for this one. Exactly. And you want to do? You want to appoint do, someone without voting for them, which is the current plan. Also, the trust as well. The trust. The, the trust decreases so much because you've essentially sat back and watched a government make the decision for you as the public who the yeah. next prime minister is and they've fucked that up. Yeah. 
So why would you then be happy to sit back and let them do that again? Because this is the system. You don't have a choice. It's just a load of bullshit. Bullshit. But that's that's politics. It is politics. And this is a crazy day in politics. That's politics, baby. That's politics, baby. And that has been the emergency podcast for the sacking of Kamikaze Kwarteng. It has. Do you want to end the episode off with a bit of a lighter touch? Go on. Shall we take a quick break, come back and answer a couple of questions before we Go end? Go on. Let's do that. Okay. We'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. And we're back. We're back. We're back. And Liz Truss has finished her speech and it's gone down like a shit in a lift. We're back and, oh my God, she's been sacked. What? I'm joking. Oh, fuck. See, we're in the second part of the of the episode now. We can, we can joke fuck around. around. Yay. Around Yay. So, um, yeah, the Queen's dead. Yep. Still dead. Still um, <laughs> So go on then. Let's let's end this episode off on a lighter note. A little bit of interaction, exactly, between yes, us and the wide, wide world. Exactly. As these questions come, I'm reading it like it's Blue Peter. <laughs> and this letter comes from Rosie in Australia, and it genuinely does. It does. Yeah. It's from Australia. Thank you, Rosie, for sending in the question. So, hey guys, I almost forgot to send questions. Here you go. What is your most frequently used emoji? I'll go with you first, and then I'll tell you mine. Uh, frequently used. Mm. If it's a winky face, I think that you're a pervert. The winky face is the fourth. Whoa! <laughs> hey! To be fair, we send them to each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. The second one is, I don't know, I'm acting the, out like yeah, anyone, anyone can see me. It's like the, on a podcast. the hands below your chin, like you're thinking about something. Yeah. Mm. And we'll go on, we'll do top three. Top three, all right. Third one, a skull. Because that was dead funny. Because that's dead funny, lol. There you go. Yeah, LOL. proper. Go on. Mine are significantly worse. Oh, God. So, my third one is a knife. I don't know what you're going to say then, so I'm glad it was a knife. My third one is a knife. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I, I have no explanation for that. Really don't. I mean, uh, you did fight off some... Oh, <laughs> maybe we'll save that. Maybe it's the, the, maybe maybe that's maybe well, that's a super injunction. Maybe that's what we. Uh, maybe we'll save that to the next. To the next. You'll have to wait and listen wait next and week listen to next hear Cow's story of story of Sainsbury's hero, heroism. Heroism. Yeah, on. Go on. Anyway, my second most used emoji is um, the thumbs up. Nice. Classic. Nice. Straight down the middle. Classic dad. Straight up and down. Dad thumbs move up. There. I agree. Nice one. I like this. Yes. And my most used one is the crying laughing one, but yes. it's like the side on one because I'm edgy. Oh. I don't just use the normal it's one. It's not just, oh. It's like the, the side on. Again, I'm like, acting it like, out like you can see it. You know, now you say it, I, I've noticed it. I noticed well, it. I, I just laugh, my head goes to the sides. No, I meant more when you send me the emojis. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, anyway. The, the side mouth because. Cow. Um, what? We've got another question. I know. So I'll just double check when we're recording again. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, go on. Ask me the next one. What was the last thing... Now, this could get you arrested, depending on what it is. What was the last thing that you stole or shoplifted? Looking forward to the next episode. Uh, just kiss. I don't actually know if I can say it. <laughs> I'm being serious. I think I could actually get in trouble if I... Oh, my God. Um, 
Oh my god! I'll explain to you why. Patreon special coming <laughs> yeah. soon. Theft. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't. I actually don't steal stuff. Um, but the thanks for clearing that up. The the last thing that I actually like shoplifted uh, would have been when I was a kid, and went into a shopping knots called uh, Sweets from Heaven. Oh, nice! And I can't lie, I put a lollipop in my back pocket and walked straight out with that wow. bitch. Yeah. Wow. Didn't pay a single penny. Wow. Go on, Carl. Mine, mine is again when I was a kid, went into Boots. Oh yeah, to Boots the Chemist. Oh yeah, or whatever it's called. Went to Boots, and uh, you know the till. Mm. They've got like chewing gum and mint. Yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. till. So my mum was paying, and I was like, just took this packet of Smints. Oh yeah, in my pocket, waltzed out of that place like I was fucking a million. So what I did used to do all the time when I was a kid. What? I remember my mum taking me to Tesco's. <laughs> and I used to eat a loaf of tiger bread and by the time we'd got to the till I'd eaten it all and we just never paid for it I guess that shot you used to eat a whole loaf and of I, tiger bread I was a very hungry child what in god's name how long were you in the shop for oh you don't want to know I actually have PTSD from my mum taking me shopping as a kid I hate shopping now because of that <laughs> I the amount of hours I spent sat on shop floors. A whole loaf of tiger I bread. I genuinely used to eat an entire loaf of tiger bread before we got to the. Well, like a baguette or uh, like a loaf. Like a loaf. Yeah, I, and I used sliced to, or no. What I used to do is like dig out the insides, eat it, <laughs> and then just eat the the casing. That's not the word for it. Um, <laughs> the crust. The crust. <laughs> casing. Um, I'm I'm throwing my housemate under the bus here. Go on. Probably not listen anyway. No, you don't um, care. Yeah. Bet he Maybe. You're going to get some, like, a horse head in your bed. <laughs> uh, he stole something from Sainsbury's the other uh, week. I was with him. I was accessory to it. Sainsbury's? I know, that's what I'm saying. As you are a uh, employee. Is this a thing that you can't say that you're saying? No, no, no. no. Oh, that's okay. something else. Something else. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you about that. Hell, this, um, this crime syndicate goes oh, deep. I know. Um, yeah, he stole some blister plasters. And I was with him and... Was it an accident? No, he did it on purpose. He was like, I'm not paying £4.50 for some blister plasters. And I said, disgusting. fair enough. Disgusting. Mate, heart's never been beating so fast. That's disgusting. That's, that's as exciting as my life I hope gets. he gets more blisters. What would you do if you saw him walking out with blister plasters? We'd be tackling. Really? So, Oi! They're my blister plasters. Well, they're not. But they're, they're my... They're, they're, they're. Yeah. Just leave. Just well, take them with you. Just get out. Get out uh, and leave. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah. you would have done what you did last night, no, but that well, that will be saved for next week. For next week. So for next week's sexy. Shall we? Thanks so much. Should we wrap the episode up there? Let's wrap it up. But before we go, I want to uh, not let's not break a theme. This might be an emergency podcast, but there's always room for impressions, and I think we can do some quite on-topic impressions. Mm-mm-mm. Doing some politicians, aren't we? Doing some politicians. Okay. Doing some politicians. Who are you doing? I'm gonna do. Uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Oh, there he is. And um, so, Jacob, why are you such a massive twat? Well, I guess it would have been from when I was a child and I made my first million. (laughs) You see, my father, he was in the French embassy and he gave me a bit of pocket pocket, pocket money. Pot? He gave me some pot? No, no, definitely like not. I've never had any of the wacky backy. Oh no. Um any of the devil's lettuce. And he gave me a bit of pocket money. A hundred thousand pounds to be exact. And right. I just started playing with the money and investing it. 
And by the time I was 14, I'd made my first melee. Melee. Wow. And ever since, I've hated poor people. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Who are you today? Uh, I think for today, I'm going to try and be Keir Starmer. I'm trying my best. Keir. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. Tell me. I will. What your what favorite meal deal is? Oh, she so can't agree with the government because my favorite meal deal has got to be a chili chicken and brie sandwich on wholemeal oh, really bread, is. and I've got to go for a packet of Walker's Paprika Max crisps and. I go straight down the middle with a bottle of Mountain Dew. I don't know what's going on. I'm watching you do it and you got your arms in there. I've got to do the hands because I, I agree with the government when they get it right and disagree with the government when they get it wrong, Mr. Speaker. That was very impressive. Thank you. That was Thank you. That was your... I felt like you was... I thought you got a bit too much into that. Mm. I was just imagining for a second how yeah. nice it would be. Oh, it was a great chin. So, that's been our emergency that's podcast. That's the emergency podcast. Stay safe, watch the road. Shit's changing fast. Fuck off. Fuck off. Wow. Another spectacular episode of the What Pod. And you can catch more spectacular content on our social media. Follow us on Twitter at the What Pod and Insta at the underscore What Pod. Also, if you lovelies could give us a lovely rating, that would be lovely. Bye! Bye.